Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina. I hope you're feeling amazing. I am Dr. Orlina. If you don't know me, welcome, welcome. I am somebody who helps women lead a healthy life that they love so that they can increase their energy levels, lose weight and lead a long and healthy and vibrant life. Okay, it's about, I don't know, five days before Christmas and I am holding up an old slipper. It's not my slipper, it's my son's slipper. So if you are listening to the podcast, you cannot see the slipper. I will describe it to you. It is a slipper boot. It is shaped like a zebra. It is quite cute. I'll give it being cute. It is very old. It has holes on the soles and it looks loved. Why am I holding up a slipper for you? Because actually it's got more than holes in it. When I look at it, it's totally, totally fallen to pieces. The story behind this slipper is it is an old slipper of my son's. My son loves, loves, loves to keep things. He's a little collector. If you have boy children, you know what I mean. So today when I was doing the washing and hanging out the washing, I found, I don't even know what these bits of metal were, perhaps an old hinge and a screw coming out of my washing machine. And I'd already emptied the pockets of all the bits that I could find, other little bits. So he picks up everything and he likes to hoard things and he likes to keep things. So He had these slippers a few years ago and one of them got thrown away. He's got new slippers now. And this one I found when I was trying to tidy his room a little bit. And I said, right, okay, I'm going to put this in the dustbin. I know the other one's already in the dustbin, but my son found it and he wanted to keep it, even though it's totally useless. Now, I know kids have toys. He's got billions of soft teddies and things like that. And it really made me think of... What are we all holding on to? So this is a question for you. What are you holding on to that you can really let go of now? And I know sometimes it can be difficult to say goodbye to things, but you can just say goodbye, old slipper. It's been fun having you in my life, but now I'm moving on. I've got new slippers that work much better and are also cute. 
And so thinking about what this might mean for you, particularly as we approach a new year and thinking, okay, next year I am making a stand for you getting to what I call healthy, amazing you. I want next year to be the year that you get there and the year that you stay there. And when I say stay there, that doesn't mean that there won't be any obstacles. It means that you just keep going because you make it easy and you make it fun. So my question to you is, what are you holding on to that is making it difficult to step into ease and flow? What are some of the thoughts that you have deep down that is making it difficult for you? Now, these are for you to ponder and come back and let me know. If you're in the Facebook group, reply to this, you know, leave a comment in the Facebook live and let me know. Now, some of the things that it could be is, it's not going to work for me, or I really like turning to food when I have big emotions. I know what to do. I don't know how to do it. It might be that I can do it by myself. I see a lot of people saying, you know what, I can do this by myself. I do not need support and I'm not prepared to either invest the time, the money, the energy in getting support. So it might be that you're thinking, do you know what, actually, it is so much easier with support. It is I promise you, it is so much easier with support. For those of you who've all of my videos where I tell you, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And I see some people coming back going, yeah, yeah, I know what I need to do, except I can't do it. And then I look at my clients and I see them just breeze through making these changes. Why? Because they have the support. And yes, as I say, it doesn't mean there are never any obstacles but it means that you have the Dr. Orlina safety net to get through those obstacles. So my question for you, my first question is this, what are you holding on to that is making it difficult to get to where you want to get to? Now, other things that it might be is that you might see yourself as the person you are right now. So whatever that looks like, it might be having a little bit of extra weight and not feeling strong and feeling that, okay, this is how I am loved. So I spoke to somebody recently and she said, you know, I am overweight. And in her words, you know, she said, I am fat, but I feel loved like this. I feel that if I lose weight and get to healthy, amazing me, I am going to be an unlovable person. Well, if you are feeling that thought, it is going to be very, very difficult for you to lose weight because what are you going to choose? What's your subconscious brain going to choose? Is it going to choose being fit and feeling strong or is it going to choose being lovable? Now, I put it to you that you can have both, that actually there's like a disconnect in your brain that you, actually you don't have to say, I'm going to give up being lovable to get to healthy, amazing you. But if that is the thought that you are feeling, it's clearly going to make it really, really difficult for you to move forwards. So have a ponder about what it is. What are the blocks, the subconscious blocks? What are those thoughts that you are thinking? And get them out. You can either come and tell me. If not, put them on a piece of paper, journal them. Just let out all those negative thoughts so that you can look at them. And then you can start to see, oh my goodness, this is why it's really difficult for me to go forwards. Another big one, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of being healthy. I'm not worthy of having this life, health and happiness. Now, here's the second half to this and another story for you. 
What if it were easy to let go? So I'm going to tell you a little bit about coffee. And I am a coffee drinker. Any of you who know me personally know, oh my goodness, I love my coffee. I am, oh my goodness, how old am I? I'm coming up for 49. So I have been drinking coffee for well over 30 years. I can't even remember how old I was when I started, but I remember drinking coffee when I was at school. So, you know, when I was 17 or 18, 30 years of drinking coffee every single day. I remember traveling around South America, Central America with my, just before I got married. And some of the cups of coffee we had, we used to joke like, oh my goodness, what have they done? Picked up some gravel and put some hot water in it. Like amazing cups of coffee. Not not great, amazing. Somewhere I'm just like, why do I drink this stuff? It's disgusting. But I pushed through every single day. Your body gets used to having coffee. And so, yes, I drink coffee. And I always thought it'd be really difficult to give up. Now, I've always had this question, what would happen if someone told me coffee was bad for me? Would I have to give it up? Oh my goodness, what would my life be like? I don't think I could cope with that. Now, I think I probably could because for me, things that are health and wellness come before coffee, for example. If someone said coffee is really, really bad for you, it causes cancer, then I would give it up in a flash. But luckily, the research says coffee is actually good for you. So I enjoy drinking coffee and sometimes it makes me feel a little bit sick. So a side story. I also like to swim in the sea and it is now December and it's getting a little bit cold. So the water is about 14 degrees and I have a problem with my wetsuits. They have giant holes in them. And ordering a new wetsuit isn't as easy as you would think because it has to be the right size. So I ordered one and it arrived and it was too big. Anyhow, I decided, okay, I would quite like to swim in the sea without a wetsuit on. Now, it's not actually that bad when you're in the water, but the problem is when you come out of the water, oh my goodness, my hands and my feet hurt so much and I shiver for an hour afterwards. It's not that great. So I am in an open water swimming group and somebody suggested to me, how about you stop drinking coffee and it might make it easier for you on your hands and feet. The next day, I didn't drink any coffee. Why? because I was motivated to give up. I had a reason to give up. I was like, okay, my desire to swim in the sea and it not hurt my hands and feet is higher than my desire to drink coffee. And I have not drunk coffee for nearly a week now, just as this experiment. Now, I'm not sure what I'm going to do going forward because I'm not sure it actually made any difference. I also was curious, would it help me sleep a little bit better? I have back pain. And would it help me not wake up with my back pain? The answer is no, it seems to be the same. But in the name of science, I'm going to carry on for at least another week to see how that goes. But my point that I am trying to make to you is you may have these beliefs that, oh my goodness, it's going to be really, really difficult to give up coffee. I promise you, I thought, oh my goodness, it's going to be so difficult to give up coffee. No, it was not. It was actually really easy. On a side note, what I do is I drink cocoa, which does have caffeine in it, but it has like a tenth of the caffeine as Coke as coffee. And yes, there are times when I see my husband, my husband drinks so much coffee and I'm like, oh, I could drink a coffee. And then I just go, you'll have a cocoa. It will be fine. So I can manage my brain, even though at times my brain goes, yes, coffee is a good idea. And I just go, okay, well, we'll just give it another week and then we'll see. So it has been really easy to give up coffee. And here's my question for you. Step number one, what is it that is holding you back? 
What are those thoughts that you are hanging on to that are making it difficult for you to move forwards? Whatever they are, brainstorm all of them, get them all out there. And number two, what if it was easy to change that? What if it was easy to make changes? And I will add to that, particularly with support. I really do think support is the key. If we look at the world around us, so many people are struggling to make changes. And who are the people who are successful? Mostly they are people who have support to keep them going. Why? We look at accountability. We know accountability really, really makes a big difference. There's been studies that show accountability. If you have an accountability partner, it really increases your chances of success. So recap, what are those thoughts? And what if it was easy for you? What if it was as easy as giving up coffee, even if you thought it was going to be super, super difficult? So my friends, I'm not going to do a podcast next week because I'm taking the week off. Super exciting. So happy Christmas. Happy New Year. I look forward to next year. I'm going to start off with a free event. I haven't quite got the name, but I think it will be something like New Year, New Me, let go of the struggle, let go of the stress and the struggle. And we'll be focusing on that stress, that struggle, and how you can make it easy, particularly thinking about emotional eating. And secondly, there is still like three days. If you're interested in joining my program, Positively Healthy You, I really recommend the program. It is an amazing program. If you're serious, if you are somebody who is serious about getting to healthy, amazing you, then book a call. There's three days left to book a call and we will chat. Otherwise, it will have to be in the new year. So have a fabulous holiday and I wish you all happy beginning of January, happy 2023 and moving on to 224. I'm so ready to move on to 224. I've had a disastrous year this year. So many awful things have happened to me. I won't give you a long list, but I'm hoping that next year will be exciting and fun and amazing things will happen for you because you are going to put your health, your wellness, your self-care, you're going to prioritize it and it's going to be easy and it's going to be fun. So have a fabulous holiday and I will see you at the beginning of 2024. Bye-bye.